0: Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. Hope you're all having a good start to this weekend because just in time for the Vikings game tomorrow. It's time to get caught up on the last couple of days of Seahawks media availability, starting with head coach Pete Carroll, who spoke about why the Seahawks have been so good coming off a loss under his tenure.
1: I, I think there's two reasons. There's there's Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. Those guys have been here all that time. They've been the... Uh, They've been the leaders and, and focal point guys, and, and they've been the consistent you know, thread that runs throughout it. And uh, you know, there's, we have a way and, and all that, and those guys, they, they fortify the message and make sure that it's there, and, but it's their leadership. I, I, would, I feel that we've been fortunate to have those guys.
0: Carol also talked about the possibility of Josh Gordon returning to the team as the wide receiver was reinstated by the NFL this week, and he's not under contract with the Seahawks, but here's what Coach Carroll had to say about the possibility.
1: I'm not going to say much about that. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't heard all that yet. Um, but, uh, you know, I've always thought, thought a lot of Josh and, and, uh, and had a feeling for him. He's been a local kid as well. You know, he's been around the area and stuff. And, and uh, we'll see what happens. But he's, he's been, you know, he, just like everybody, deserves another chance. And, and hopefully um, if that's what's going on, that'd be, that'd be great for him.
0: We'll get into the injury report later in this episode, but one player who was thankfully absent from the injury report was defensive tackle Brian Monet.
1: No, uh, there, there's no doubt that we missed him last week. Um, you know, he's such a load in the middle. He played so well early, been been really so consistent for us. We did miss him last week. Um, I'm really I'm thrilled to tell you that he is playing and, and he'll be ready to go. And and uh, um, he, he's just one of the heart and soul guys in the program and, and everybody's favorite and, and he plays so darn hard and all that, that it, he'll be a, a great boost to us. He'll help out and, and, uh, and inside, you know, and get, keep the rotation alive. Like we started the season and hopefully we'll, you know, we'll get to get to see a, uh, a good deal of him and, and a good rotation with that.
0: Unfortunately, right tackle Brandon shell sustained an ankle injury right at the end of last week's game. But Pete has confidence in his replacement, Jamarco Jones.
1: Jim Marcos always done well when he stepped in uh, and, and, and played a number of spots for us. The versatility has really made him valuable to us. Um, he's really smart. He's, he's, he knows the system really well, and he's, he's really accountable. So um, he'll, he'll do a nice job for us.
0: Shifting over to Shane Waldron's press conference, let's hear what he had to say about what he learned from last week's loss to the Tennessee Titans.
2: You know I've, I've really tried to keep that that level-headed approach you know and and it's really you know you know there's going to be highs and lows throughout the year and it's it's how quickly you can bounce back when things don't go uh, exactly as you want them to go uh all out of this past week and then hey get to monday get get it corrected get to tuesday and really knowing hey the, you, you got to talk to yourself and get yourself right back in that mindset and which we really did a, a good job and the coaches coaching staff did a great job of hey through the corrections. Tuesday, start getting into game plan mode. It's building back up, building back up. And now here we are just finishing another great day of practice. And it's right back at it. It's football and it keeps going.
0: And here's what Shane had to say about how he and Russ have made adjustments during the week.
2: Yeah, it was great. You know, we had a great, great day uh, on Monday, Tuesday, really wrapping up all the all the areas to cover from the game. And then just with his mindset, his competitive nature, you know, ready to get right back to work And uh, you see it build up throughout the week. Had a great day today where locked in, you know, move forward adjustments that we needed to make or anything that we needed to talk about, you know, being really, really forthcoming, talking about them and then moving forward ready for this week with the
3: Vikings.
0: Speaking of our quarterback, Russell Wilson, let's hear what he had to say about tomorrow's Vikings matchup.
3: Yeah, the defense is great. I mean, obviously, um, you know, Coach Zimmerman, he's a great coach. He knows what he's doing. He gets everybody in the right spots. I think Harrison Smith's one of the best players in football, Uh, just how, 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 you know, explosive of a player he is on the defensive side of the ball. He's, he's extremely intelligent. Um, you know, number 22 drives everything back there. Um, I think that, um, you know, obviously a hunter is, is a premier pass rusher, you know, arguably one of the best in the game. Uh, Kendricks has been doing it for years. So they have a lot of, they have a lot of guys. And then obviously the addition of Patrick Peterson. Um, they brought some other great players back. And, and I think the biggest thing is their experienced defense, their experienced defense that's been there for a while and knows. Uh, what their what their intent is and how they're trying to play the game, and um, so we got to be on our, on our a game, got to ha- bring our best game.
0: One of the themes this week in the press conferences have
3: been DK's
0: emotions, and Russ talked about Metcalf's tendency to get involved in scuffles so far this season.
3: Yeah, DK and I've talked. I mean, obviously he's a, he's a, you know an you know, ultimate competitor. You know, he wants to battle. He, he's got a, a fierceness to him. You don't want to take that away from him. I think the biggest thing is is keep bringing his a game, keep keep making the plays um his his play will always do the talking but also to you know and playing with an edge too is what 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 people fear you know of him so i think that there's a there's a there's a there's a perfect balance of that i think obviously you know um playing to an edge but not going off the edge you know is always key for any player you know and i think that's um that's one of the things that yeah i know that you know he knows he'll do and uh, he's he's already he's already focused on it and it's 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 kind of one of those things that he's ready to keep making plays
0: Metcalf also had the chance to speak on this issue at his press conference, and I'm going to leave in the questions from the reporters for this one as they went back and forth several times.
4: Do you see teams doing anything differently to you this year so far?
0: Uh, Talking. That's it.
1: There's more of that this
4: year? Uh, I think so, yes, sir. Do
1: you sense they're trying to bait you into uh, getting out of your game?
4: Oh, yes, sir, for sure. Um, You know, they can't stop me any other way or stop Tyler any other way, so, you know, uh, the best thing they can do is, you know, just try to talk stuff to me.
1: How do you play up to the edge of that emotionally but
4: not cross that? Um, Knowing myself and knowing, uh, you know, that they're trying to get to me and trying to, you know, get me to cross that line. But, uh, you know, there's a bigger, um, you know, prize at the end of the tunnel. So not just falling into the trap and knowing that, uh, you know, I play for a team, not just for myself.
1: You've fallen into that trap at times
4: this year? Uh, last year. I mean, last game I did. Yes, sir.
1: Just going off that pizza head.
2: Yes, sir. Yesterday, DK, a very passionate guy, you know, but maybe trying a little too hard, maybe getting a little too emotional. Do you, do you have
4: any thoughts on I mean, He's completely right. I'm an emotional person. I play with, uh, you know, a competitive edge and, you know, I'm not trying to lose anything, whether that's an argument or a route or, you know, anything. So I'm just going to compete my butt off. But, uh, you know, like, like I just said, uh, get close to the line, but don't cross it.
0: Last week, the low point for Metcalf may not have been the penalties, but when he limped off the field with an apparent knee injury. Here's what Metcalf had to say when he was asked about his knee health. I'll give you the 50 and i started start at the goal line. We're racing to the other goal line. I'll
4: beat you. That's, that's how good, that's that's how get my knee is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yes, if you didn't catch that, he was challenging the reporter to start his race at midfield. And DK would start from one goal line and race to the end zone and still believes he can beat him. Now, I, I didn't get a look at the reporter to know, you know, if it was one of the fast ones or one of the slow ones. But uh, DK... Sounded good enough to make some jokes about it. Finally, let's hear from Quandre Diggs about the matchup his defense will have with the Vikings receivers.
5: I mean, those guys are really good. You know, um, me being in that division for so long, you know, I played against these guys. I think mean, every year I've been in the league. And, of course, Thielen's always going to be one of the better receivers. And Justin Jefferson and K.J. Osborne, those guys are making plays, too. So it's big time, you know, I think. Um, Justin Jefferson, in my opinion, he was the best rookie in the league last year. And I um, got a lot of respect for his game, um, a lot of respect for what he does. And K.J. Osborne, he's been coming on um, this past year, and he's making some plays. And um, you can see how they have faith and they believe in him from watching the Arizona game.
0: And from the weapons at wide receiver to their weapon in the backfield, let's hear his thoughts on running back Dalvin Cook. I mean,
5: with Dalvin, you know, I mean, he does everything. You know, I've been knowing Dalvin for a while. I mean, I've seen him grow from college to an NFL and he's explosive. You know, I mean, he's one of those guys that you don't want to give him any any opportunities to create the big play. And, you know, um he's gonna to tote that ball, he's gonna run hard, he runs physical, he has great feet. And, you know, his speed is, you know, is, is real. Um, so when he gets out in the open field, it gets, you know, he makes a lot of big plays and he gets a lot of touchdowns and long runs and things like that. So, um, you know, I'm always impressed with him. I've been impressed since, you know, since he was in college and um, always been a big fan of his. And we always compete. You know, we know that. Another guy hosted on an official visit. So, you know, we have a little relationship. So we always talking during the game. But, you know, he's always making big plays.
0: Closing this out with a look at the injury report, three players for the Seahawks are out. Right tackle Brandon Shell with the ankle injury, running back Rashad Penny with a hamstring injury, and rookie wide receiver D. Eskridge, who is still coming off that concussion sustained in the Week 1 football game. Benson Mayo is questionable with a neck injury. Freddie Swain and Brian Monet are off the injury report after being listed earlier in the week. Flipping over to the Vikings, the biggest injury impact they're going to have is that Anthony Barr listed as out this week. The four-time Pro Bowl linebacker not going to make this game. Left tackle Christian Derrissaw, now he was their first-round draft pick this year, but he has been playing behind left tackle Rashad Hill, who has 19 total starts in his six-year NFL career. Another depth piece, cornerback Harrison Hand, second-year corner, will be out for this game with a hamstring injury. And Dalvin Cook is listed as questionable, but we all know he's going to play. That's going to do it for today's show. A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore con C-O-N-N. And if you saw earlier this week, John P. Gilbert had a very nice picture of the Seahawks' 2021 cap space. And so today up at Field Goals, we have Frank T. Raines with a follow-up on how might the Seahawks use that available cap space. Check that out, fieldgoals.com. Also, subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Fieldgills.com, click on the podcast button, and be sure and get this show in your podcast feed so you never miss an episode. We'll be back after this game against the Minnesota Vikings. Hopefully, we'll have some highlights in that episode. So stay tuned for that, and until next time, go Hawks.